Well, as you have heard uh, through these stories, uh, there are many things about life in Alaska that set us apart from mainstream Americans. Um, but there's one topic that kind of sets us apart like no other. It invokes awe and disgust. And it's the use of outhouses. <laughs> so I know that many of you here probably either currently use an outhouse, used to use an outhouse on a regular basis, or at least know people who use outhouses. And we talk about it. It's like it's just part of our life here. It's in our nomenclature. Uh, we discuss outhouse etiquette. And people don't realize that this exists, but it does. And we, don't, we forget a little bit that it's not normal. And let me remind you, <laughs> in the rest of the world, called America, it's not normal. <laughs> So um, I work uh, in an office year-round that is uh, a dry office. We use an outhouse year-round. We have access to water in the summertime, but not for our toilet functions. And people find it really odd, of course, you know, and we talk about it with summer visitors. And, um, but I, I often just marvel sometimes at the, you know, the office chatter, the standing around the water cooler kind of thing, which we don't have, but because um, we haul our water in the winter. Um, and how many places can you imagine there being in an office environment where people come in and are like, you guys, have you seen the frost in the outhouse today? It is so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, the hole is almost completely feathered in. I hated to use it. Or the walls are completely swirled. It's like I've not seen before. And then we go, ooh, <laughs> pea frost. <laughs> uh, one time, uh, an employee had to drive our 52-passenger bus to pick up a group of folks from a trailhead. She nipped into the outhouse real quick and then did this. Her driver's license and credit card were in her back pocket. Oops, faux pas. I don't know if she actually went. I'm guessing she didn't. But anyway, she summoned the executive director, and he quickly went into action. Headlamp was on. This guy was not afraid of anything. He dove right in there. Kitchen tongs, some one-by, duct tape, bitch those things. He was way in there. And he, he, little bleach, she was off. So a little bit later in the evening, he was telling this story to some other employees, and uh, some friends were around. And he's like, and I got those things. I got the driver's license, the credit card. We bleached them. I used these tongs. And his wife says in a shrill voice, not the red-handled tongs. <laughs> it was the red-handled tongs. <laughs> she was so angry. <laughs> So, uh, and then, so we've all lost things down the hole, right? You know, you hear stories, too. Like, if you haven't personally lost something down the hole, you hear, you know, now is the phone, right? Back in the day, it was just the credit card and the driver's license, right? But now it's the telephone or a headlamp, a flashlight, a mitten, reading material. And that is a fairly common story. It doesn't happen all the time, of course. But more rare is when you find something in the hole. So one Early or really cold winter morning, a friend uh, went out to use his outhouse, and it was 30 below, and it was a long stretch of 30 below. And so people were kind of, you know, just waiting it out. He had his full Carhartt one-piece insulated suit on, which I think is weird for using an outhouse. But, and he had his headlamp, and he went in, and he's like, I just had a feeling Something wasn't right. And he goes, you know, when I look in the hole about 
not all the time, but maybe every 15th time, which I think is a lot. I don't look in that often. <laughs> but he had a premonition. He looked in the hole, and there was a creature in his hole. And so it, it, it sparked this community-wide thing. He got on the phone, and he started calling around to all the old-timers, all the local people, other people at an outhouse. He goes, I've got something down my hole, and I don't know how to get it out. <laughs> and it was one of those culverts, you know, a culvert hole, so it was really steep walls. And he, you know, and so he called around. He was asking people advice. He was getting, my husband built a little ladder, his wooden ladder, in our living room, right? I'm like thrilled to have this ladder being built. I'm like, it can't climb. He goes, it might get excited. And go up. It might get excited up the ladder. I'm like, I don't, can we excite up a ladder? I guess. I don't know. It's like cartoons. So it goes on. And this thing is in the hole for a couple days. And the friend threw down food. He lowered down water down his hole. And he finally got the right person on the phone. It was somebody in the National Park Service or the Murray Science and Learning Center. He couldn't quite remember. And she goes, you need a fishnet. He goes, Right, but how do I get it in the hole? It's too small, a dip net kind of fish net. She goes, you gotta take the board off, the seat board. So you take the blue foam off, you remove the board, and get the fish net down there. Perfect, how's he gonna find a fish net? He doesn't have one. He puts a little email out to the community-wide email. It's like everybody gets the email, right? And so, he puts it out. He gets many responses, right? Right away, he gets the fishnet. And everybody in the community is talking about, did he hear? He put out the email. I saw the email about the net. So everyone's talking about this thing in the hole. And so he gets the net. My husband goes over to help him. And, uh, and he happened to videotape the whole thing. And he put the net down in the hole. And he fished it out. He was really excited. And he flops it on the snow. And he's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get it out. He turns it over, and it hops away into the woods. It's a snowshoe hare. <laughs> and he really did put carrots in the hole. <laughs> now, most people would even, you know, especially Alaskans, you know, like he canvassed the community. And people were a little divided. like hey, man, just shoot that thing, you know? It's fur is worth money. Um, but he was determined he was going to save it, and so uh, it's pretty funny. So I, I kind of feel like, you know, these are my people, you know? I'm like, this is it. Like, where else can you go in the world where you can reach out to your community and, A, talk about where your poo goes so openly, <laughs> And all be in an agreement, like, yeah, you know, the sickle that comes up, the stalagmite, that might be a problem. Um, you know, and kind of like community-wide band together and come up with this solution. It was just this really, uh, kind of in this weirdly enriching experience. So if you'd like to see the video of, I call it the hair in the hole. Um, <laughs> My husband is fondly known as Nice Guy Bill in the community, and you can hear his voice. And uh, the guy fishing the hair out is also a very soft voice, and they're both like, oh, oh, the hair. It's really cute. So thank you. <laughs>